Grammy award-winning cellist Zuel Bailey is our guest on Heart of the Arts this month. He's been leading the Classical Music Inside Out series with the Mesa Arts Center and will be performing this April in a concert that will conclude their 10th season of the Inside Out series. So you were a guest at the Mesa Arts Center back before all this began. And it all kind of started um, when I performed the Complete Bach Cello Suites um, in 2012 it kind of changed the course of the series because uh, over the course of those two and a half hours, I spoke uh, at length to the audience and walked them through the complete suites and made it very, very personal. Uh, We were very lucky to have a a very full hall and um, people came out of the concert um, wanting more of that, more personal, more connections between the stage and and the audience. They also wanted to know more information about the pieces that I played, even from what I gave them on the stage. So the Mesa Arts Center and Randy Vogel uh, approached me about coming back to curate this series as their, I guess, artistic director, but kind of a guide, the common denominator each time to, to build this series to get outside of the hall to build into the hall. Um, that's why it's called Classical Music Inside Out. Bailey started by finding musicians that would give these intimate and educational performances who wanted to further invest in their communities as well. Then I started to find that a lot of musicians hadn't been given the opportunity or didn't know about the impact of going into the community. They also didn't realize that the community, how the communities responded so beautifully and positively to going in the, into the schools consistently where the kids got to know the musicians and then came and brought their families to the concerts to see their friend, the musician, play a few days later. So the next four or five years um, were an education on all fronts, an education for the musicians, an education for the schools. We started breaking out into the hospitals. We started breaking out into uh, the parks, the zoo, uh, the museums, um, doing um, kind of um, pop-ups in restaurants, it, it started kind of going crazy and bringing people into other realms other than just under the roof of the Mesa Art Center's many facilities. Bailey has managed to keep this going even amid a pandemic and actually learned a lot about the listening community through that time. Um, so we're in a really good place, but we're in a very different place. Um, and I'm in, in hindsight, which is always 2020, I'm kind of grateful for what happened because what we were building on is what we knew to be. And when that was taken away from us, we had to reformula or re- reformat um, our future, which um, really showed a lot of creativity and resolve and flexibility. And I believe we're in a, the best place we could have ever been and, and moving forward should launch into even greater spaces. There's this question that always comes up for classical musicians and hosts about how to keep this music around. So how do you keep students interested? I can only speak from personal experience. And I I think that, again, getting in their space is one thing. Uh, Surprising them with beauty is another. Engaging them is another. Uh, the, The schools have also been really wonderful in creating, and we've created with them, a curriculum to go with our programs. We don't just show up and um, avalanche information on them. The teachers have uh, gone onto YouTube, shown the people, which, you know, whenever you see anyone on a screen moving around, you think that they're famous or they're important. Um, And, you know, then of course that person in real life walks in your school or your classroom. It's quite significant to a young child, a young person, because you can, instead of watching them, you can actually speak to them. So I encourage 
uh, the musicians to um, ask questions, question and answers, to play short pieces, a lot of variety. Do you like that? What do you like about that? Uh, having you know interaction where um, if a piece is rhythmically challenging, have the have the audience clap. Of course, these are younger audiences, but you know talk about behind the music, why these pieces were written, um, storytelling. You know, music is not just the sounds; it's it's why it was written. Um, and so the teachers have been very integral in teaching about history, paralleling the music. Um, when when the musicians come in, we tell our own stories on how we, as young people, um, came to love music and what it makes us feel, which is kind of indescribable. Your matinee performances are very engaging. Can you tell us about the cello you play when you're here at the Mesa Arts Center? It looks really cool. Um, it's a carbon fiber cello made by Lewis and Clark from Boston. It's um, kind of, it's a black cello. It's not varnished, so it's kind of exposed carbon fiber. It's very shiny, like patent leather shoes. It looks like a Salvatore Dali painting or a piece of art where it's kind of a dripping, non-angular uh, object. It's um, It looks like an, a, an eight, almost, a snowman. It's, I don't want to use the word indestructible, but it's, it's really not fragile. Um, and it's extraordinary to look at. And... What I mean by all of that is that I was so grateful to have this tool um, that is really cool to go into the school <laughs> uh, where the kids are kind of taken by something that looks like Batman's car uh, to the fact that they can come up and touch it and or try it after I've played the concert, kind of a, a musician's petting zoo. And how do you find the time and... How do you work and plan these educational events and concerts for the Inside Out series? It's a, it's really fun. Uh, we get together and we, we, we all have our ideas, and that's usually me and Randy Vogel. Um, and we, we start brewing about how the season is going, what's happening, what we need, um, where we need to go. Um, and that's what's so great about this series. It's so flexible. And each series, each season is very different um, and based on what we need. This one was a, a really interesting one. We've been collaborating with the Sphinx organization uh, indirectly for years. And I, I judged, I was asked to judge the 25th anniversary of the Sphinx on, uh, competition this past week. Uh, <clears throat> and in that um, connection that I had and with Randy's connection in the past, um, with the Sphinx organization indirectly, we decided that we were going to start a, an association with them to feature uh, one of their laureates, their award winners, um, and each year bring them into the community and have them rally with us. But, but be, again, hold hands with another organization uh, that is also doing spectacular things globally to show diversification in the arts, uh, etc. And this season continues with you in a final performance on April 6th. Tell us more about that. Well, it's 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 starring the wonderful uh, violinist Xi'an. Um, she is um, a world-renowned virtuoso solo violinist uh, whom I've known for a long time. And I actually met the wonderful Russian pianist Natasha Peremsky through her uh, 10 years ago. Uh, and Natasha was supposed to uh, perform on our series in 2020. 
um, during the when we had to shut everything down. In fact, she was the concert in March when we shut things down at the Mace Arts, Arts Center. So uh, to bring her back uh, was a given, but to to showcase a, a, a grand variety of programming, we uh, wanted to do solos and duos. And I believe we have actually changed the program, and I'm happy to announce that. Yes. What can listeners expect to hear on the final performance this spring? You know, playing concerts is such a personal thing. It's such a personal where you are at the moment. What I don't want is an artist to come in and play something they don't want to play. I want them to be passionate about it. I want them to be breathing and living, living each piece. And one of the reasons why we don't publish programs so far in advance at the Mesa Art Center is for that reason. I We generally have the artists in place and we know kind of collectively what we would all like, but uh, maybe featuring a specific piece and then the rest um, is usually announced weeks before um, because um, I want the artists to be in their place of passion. And it could be the same program they were thinking about a year and a half earlier, but a lot of times, and this is again, self-serving, um, in that year and a half, you discover other works that are more interesting to you at the present. And for the Chian, uh, Natasha Peremsky, and, and uh, the, the evening that I'll be joining them on April 6th, we're going to take the first half of the program. Now, please understand that this program might change again, but right now, that's what I said. Um, we want the first half of the program to be uh, a presentation of the solo voices. So, Chien will come out and play um, two pieces by Fritz Kreisler for solo, solo violin. Then I'll walk out and play a solo suite by Gaspar Casado, the Spanish virtuoso cellist. And then the pianist will walk out and play solo piano, a Chopin barcarolle. Um, and that, pro, that half will be about 40 minutes long. And then we'll leave the stage. And then we're going to come out on the second half of the of the show all together and do what we really couldn't do in 2020, which is to celebrate the 250th birthday of Beethoven. See, that was the whole year we lost, which was kind of sad for the celebration of 250th birthday of, of Beethoven. Um, we had so many wonderful pieces of Beethoven planned. So we wanted to take one of his masterpieces and showcase it as kind of a, a salute back to 2020 and perform his Archduke Trio, Beethoven's Archduke Trio for piano, cello, and violin. That's kind of where we are passionately at the moment, um, where, again, we break everything apart and put it back together, which is kind of what the, the classical music inside out is all about. That was exactly the thought just going through my head. It's amazing, and I'm really looking forward to the performance. I know you're in El Paso, but you visit us here very often. Lastly, can I ask you about the community in Arizona or here in the Valley? What does it mean to you? That's a great question, and it's, it's actually a question that I pondered during the pandemic. What is home? Because quite frankly, I didn't, I didn't know prior to the pandemic what home meant, because I was never home. I really was never home. I, I was gone about 320 days a year for 20 years at least plus. Um, and home to me now, um, it's it's not the, the cliche saying necessarily where the heart is, but it's where your people are. And, you know, I have a house in El Paso, but I spend almost two months a year in Mesa. And over the past decade, um, I have so many people that I rely on for our friendships. I, I, I cannot wait 
to share with again and knowing that I'm going to see them. You know, it's that whole knowing you're going to see someone again aspect in life and you're going to see them soon that kind of keeps you going um, versus just another city that's kind of um, uh, unnamed, faceless. And that's my that's now my future priority is to um, the grass is greener where you water it. I want to continue to water where my people are because it's it's tending to the garden where you live and live is where you breathe with your people. It's been life changing for me to spend the time I have uh, with my people and the the audiences at the Mesa Arts Center and in Phoenix and Tempe and Scotts, Scottsdale. And um, I'm just very grateful. That's world-renowned Grammy Award-winning cellist Zuel Bailey. He's joined by the Mesa Arts Center for their 10th season of the Classical Music Inside Out series, making classical music more fun and more accessible for area students, schools, and for the entire community. You can find more information about the initiative and the upcoming season concert on April 6th at mesaartscenter.org. For Heart of the Arts, I'm Melissa Green.